Welcome to episode 152 of the GSD Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Jules and Statoya. Running a successful business never comes without its challenges, but it also includes a lot of highs. In this GSD Entrepreneur Podcast, we explore both. We dive into what it looks like when entrepreneurs are committed to getting done. These are people who are pursuing their dreams, so we dig deep to understand how they are doing it. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Welcome to another episode, GSD Entrepreneur listeners. Thanks for hitting play on us. Wow, it's a crazy week. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy times, huh? Yeah, it's actually been a crazy couple of weeks, um, but things just keep unfolding really quickly. And I'm Jules, your host, and I'm here with Statoya, my co-host, as always so lovely, to be in the room with you once again. Well, we're we're being quarantined together right now. We are being quarantined. (laughs) So this might be a really interesting episode, but um, it's been a few weeks, uh, probably about a couple months actually, since just Statoya and I have been on the mic with you, and we wanted to just come and kind of give you some of our thoughts. This may not be a super long episode or it may be, I don't know, but we were just thinking, you know, you as our listeners are always so faithful. So thank you for uh, supporting us and subscribing and leaving a review and all that good stuff that you do. We so appreciate that. And so we wanted to just get on the mic and have a conversation about what's going on, like what we're seeing, what we're hearing, um, what we're doing about it, and just kind of where we are in, in these crazy times. Yeah. I remember um, I had just gotten back from China December 31st, about uh, probably about 8 o'clock that night, so right before New Year's Eve, I mean, on New Year's Eve. And in about a week and a half after I got back, one of our uh, colleagues reached out and said, Stacy, how are you feeling? And I was like, I, I mean, I feel good. I was still kind of jet lagged because it was such a quick trip over there. I was only in China for about 40 hours um, at our manufacturer. And, and um, she goes, so have you heard about the coronavirus? And I was like, what? The corona what? And I hadn't, we hadn't even heard about it. And then next thing you know, I mean, a month and a half later or, or two and a half months later, here yeah. we are. And we're in complete lockdown in the United States. Isn't that crazy? I mean, absolutely crazy. Yeah. It's it's insane to me that something can spread that quickly globally. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's the, that's the beauty of our connected world, and that's also the terrifying thing of our connected world. So it has spread really quickly, and uh, I think that my biggest challenge with this whole thing is the fear that's been induced and the hysteria that it's caused. Yeah. We were in the grocery store yesterday, so we came to Nashville. We were doing a takeover, a Nashville takeover with podcast and meeting with our manufacturer uh, rep and going to see for our fulfillment center. And I mean, we had so much scheduled. We had a conference here in Nashville. We're going to be here a week and a half, and everything got canceled. Mm-hmm. I mean, our client. We had a client that we came over to see, and and she's like, "I'm not feeling well. I'm only about twenty five percent feeling right." Of, I mean, mm-hmm. good. And so it was like everything has shut down. Yeah. And it, it is. So we went yesterday just to grab some, like, minor groceries, just so um, some vegetables. Yeah. And it was absolutely mayhem. People were walking out of the grocery stores with wagons. Yeah. Not just Oops, grocery that. bags, wagons of food. Uh. And it's just, um, it's, it's scary mm-hmm. uh, when you see that, 
you know, we just grabbed, we walked up there, so we just grabbed a couple of things that we were going to have for dinner and just kind of, but it was just interesting to see the panic. Yeah, and that's, I, I think that, I mean, I'm on, I've, I've tried to really limit my Facebook consumption because it, you know, with media and with the politics and all of that, like, it's just not, it's not good. It's not good for me to fill my mind with that, but... One thing that's been honestly kind of, uh, I don't know if frustrating is the right word, but people posting pictures, and if you do mm-hmm. this, I don't mean a personal attack against you, but people posting pictures of empty shelves. Yeah. And I mean, I get it, like I get the premise of it, but it's, but what that does is that immediately creates panic in, you know, kind of the global. Whoever's seeing your Facebook page, um, it's creating a panic that makes them rush out and take, you know, buy five packs of toilet paper as opposed to really, are they going to really go through that much toilet paper yeah. by the time? Maybe, but if they do, so does everybody else. So I'll walk around stinky. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I watched a guy in the grocery store yesterday. He had his video camera out and he was doing like Facebook live videos. Yeah. And he would go down every aisle that was empty, like the pasta aisle and, and the like potato chip aisle. And, and he was taking pictures and videos and just posting it. And I'm like, why are you doing this? All you're doing is creating more panic. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing to send it to your family, but why put it out on national social media? And I think that's it. Like, obviously, send it to people that you love and you care about who are in your inner circle. Like, hey, mom, or hey you know, brother, go, go grab toilet paper. Um, because you know, it's, it's really low, but to put it out and create this kind of mass panic really to get likes, it just, that feels a little bit counterintuitive Mm -hmm. to me. And there's not, there's really, again, there's not judgment there. It's just before we start doing things like that, let's just hit pause. Like, let's go, okay, what will this do? Will this be for the greater good? Or will this, you know, is this more of a selfish thing that I'm choosing to do to get, you know, get Mm -hmm. sort of an endorphin rush. So I think that's one thing that we can be really cautious of during this time. The other thing that I saw was on a comment on a Facebook post, this woman was sharing really helpful information. So that was great, like studies that she'd researched and all of that. And then she said, and this is all she said, and there was a case of a 38-year-old who got diagnosed with the, oh no, who who died from the coronavirus. And that's all she said. There was no context. There was no, you know, I mean, my question was, was this person already sick? Like, was their immune system already compromised? Or was it a healthy, you know, strapping male or female who got the coronavirus and died? Like, a little more information would be helpful because just saying that, again, creates this panic and this hysteria of, Oh, great. Now healthy 38-year-olds are getting it. And the thing was, she said she heard. And so we know about hearing things. It's just like that game where we whisper in each other's ear and we go around. I mean, by by the time it gets... I mean, it could have been an 83-year-old and someone, you know, said it wrong or or wrote it wrong. Yeah. So it's, it's like... Yeah, I mean, have some have some situational evidence that that backs that up, and so not everybody that is young, because I don't think I don't know I don't know the facts on that, and then we, and I'm not trying to even talk facts because that's not yeah that's not what we're here to do. We're really here to just try to get people to to calm down and and do the things that you know you you need to do to protect you and your family. 
Yeah. So let's, so let's do that. Let's get really positive on this and go, okay, what can we do? What can we do either as an individual, as a family, as a small business owner, as a member of our community, our neighborhood, whatever, what can we do? You know, I think one of the things I'm hearing are in one of the fears are some of these children um, that go to school and the only meals they get are breakfast and lunch. Those are the people that I'm concerned about right now are those children um, and in our elderly population that live alone and can't get out that are shut-ins. But especially these kids that go to school and, and that's what they depend on that like they don't, their family, they don't have the money to have dinner at night. Um, and so it's like, how can you reach out to your local schools to figure out who these children are and figure out a way to help them get groceries to their home um, via the school? I mean, you don't even need to know who they are. You just take food to the school and let the, the principal or the teachers take care of that. Um, well, I mean, fill up the blessing boxes. Fill up the I mean, right? I mean those are at churches, at schools, yeah. at community centers. So. Uh, all you have to do is is Google it, right? I mean, you can oh, yeah. Google blessing boxes. I know. So we went to deliver some blessing boxes with our friend Heather Plant a few weeks ago. She did a big food drive, and um, after we um, we went, not after actually, I can't remember where we went. Anyway, we went, we went with her, and uh, it was an app, and it pulled up like eight or nine food boxes, uh, blessing boxes, right in where we were. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, go fill up those blessing boxes. They're everywhere. It that you know. Make that an epidemic. Like let's let's that let's, be amazing? let's be a positive epidemic and let's um, throw you know go and fill up those boxes because people will come and they take from them. So if you can give it, give it. Yeah, and the awesome thing is that doesn't require you to be. I mean, you can still social be socially. Um, I mean, you can still do social distancing with mm-hmm. that. You know, where you get in your car, you grab canned goods out of your own shelf, you grab a few rolls of toilet paper or whatever. Um, whatever you have in your cabinet, because yeah. uh, you know all of us have an excess right. in our cabinets. I Peanut mean, it butter, jelly. could last us for yeah. a long, long time. And so I think that if you know, we just take even ten items. If each one of us listening to this just takes ten items, finds the blessing box app, goes and finds a blessing box, box puts it in. Those people who uh, don't have all the resources, and those kids who do depend on those meals at school for breakfast and lunch mm-hmm. uh, could could have what they need. So I think that's kind of the big thing, right, is how do you get out, how do we get outside of our own selfish, like, like how do I take care of me and start thinking about other people. Mm-hmm. So another group of people to start thinking about are small business owners. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a lot of fear in small business owners right now because they're being mandated or choosing by a good choice to shut their doors uh and they depend on that income yeah uh, for two so, to three weeks yeah I mean, at uh, least minimum at yeah. minimum um yeah that they're not able to to run their business and uh, it's so funny that um not funny but it's 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 a great honor that even ups the conglomerate that they are reached out to us to say what can we do and this yeah. is the headquarters what can we do for small businesses like you guys to help you because they have the runway to do it right and can it be forever no we know that but you know it's it we so they're trying to reach out to small businesses like what we have and say how can we help you and everyone else in your network and and figure out a way just to get you through this time yeah yeah so so there people are thinking so so what you can do here's a few things you can create a small group 
of other business owners and do a video call. Mm -hmm. You can do a FaceTime. You can put a number of people on FaceTime. You can do Google Hangouts. Both of those are free. We have a, um, a program that's pretty, pretty inexpensive called Zoom that we use. So you can do that. You can start a Slack channel if you have Slack. Or you can start a text feed um, with a small handful of business owners just to be in it with each other. Because yeah. I think kind of the big thing right now is, gosh, I'm in this alone. Like, nobody else is experiencing this. These things, like I am. And that's just not true. So I think if we can all rally together, be in it together, and do things like that to support each other as business owners, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, you can call your, um, one thing we did today and was call, now this was on a personal side, but we called and got our, our, our car payment deferred um, to, you know, add on another month. And so we could skip, skip this month on our house payment. Yep. I mean, our car payment. Our house payment is another um, story. Wells Fargo hasn't really come up with a great plan yet, but hopefully they're working on that to help people, you know, that especially our uh, small businesses to help them when they depend on an income and they're not getting it, or people that are just laid off of work. Yeah. So hopefully Wells Fargo or any other banks that are do home mortgages will come up with some plans to help um, us as we go through this. But I would say, and, you know, we saw this from a friend, but... Right now, figure out what your big bills are and make a phone mm -hmm. call to those people and ask what their relief program is. Uh, and then, you know, almost everybody has something. I know Wells Fargo is working on something. Um, but call and ask what their relief program is and just defer payments or add it to the back end. Right. Uh, and that's really, really helpful. So, But I would encourage you to do it quickly um, because as we get further into this, I mean, I know today today and I mean this is not super far into it but today we called and our auto loan was we waited on the phone for two and a half hours yeah. um, on hold so but then they did help us which was awesome so just you know call them put it on hold do other things uh, while you're you know while you're read a book or whatever while you're waiting um, but I would I would definitely recommend you do that the other thing back to the small businesses is um, I would if you can don't ask for a refund on things. Um, if you can just like suck it up and let that go towards the small business, let it go. Yeah. Let it let it stay in their pockets because right now to have to give everybody refunds or to, you know, cancel your gym membership or suspend your gym membership or, um, you know, not to show up at restaurants like you usually do, all of that is making it really hard for it for a small business. So, what $50 is to you is multiply that times 100 customers or 500 customers or whatever, and that is a huge hit to the small business owner. So if you can, like, leave that, you know, that fund there that you've already paid for, just leave that, you know, leave that with them and let that have, let them have that income as a thank you uh, to that small business. We heard about a caterer in uh, Philadelphia, and this was this is a this is a friend of a friend. We don't know this this caterer personally, but he is connected to us by one degree of separation. Um, that he had to refund sixty thousand dollars in one day. In a day. In one day. Yep. That could close his doors for the rest. of I mean, it's like. For the, I mean, this could shut him down. Yeah. And it could shut many businesses down. And, I mean, I think he did. He felt like he did the right thing. Um, but if we could find a way to not necessarily ask for it for free or 
or or um, ask for a refund, but maybe postpone it and do it another time. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, I mean times are are really interesting, and I would just encourage you if you're listening to this, find three businesses that you love that if they shut their doors you would be heartbroken Mm -hmm. so think about three just three maybe five if you can afford that but um if you know whoever would shut their doors if if they shut their doors you'd be heartbroken and just call up and buy a gift certificate um or call up and get takeout from them or um you know whatever it is you can do but think creatively about how you can right now in these hard times rally around these businesses and support them. Or even if you know the owners or the founders, text them and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. I, you, you know, you're amazing. Go online and leave a review for them. Uh, right now, there's a lot of things we can be doing that don't, don't cost money, you know, but we can be doing to support those businesses. Mm-hmm. So gosh, let's rally as much as yeah. we can. I want to go back to, uh, like, in, step away from the small businesses for a second and go back to people that you can help in your community um, because their um, shut-ins are elderly. Most of our elderly, elderly population are the ones that have been affected or people with low immune systems that we have read about. Um, and so if you know of an, an elderly person that's a shut-in or um, and can't get to the grocery store, take care of your neighbors. That is so important. I was in the medical field and worked with the aging population for 15 years. And that is something that is true and dear to my heart because there are people out there and they're right there in your neighborhood. So find out what they need. If you're going to the grocery store, you can say, hey, do you need some peanut butter and jelly or whatever? You don't have to spend a lot of money or just make sure that they're taken care of. Um, You know, um, a lot of parents are being sent away from their workplace and they need help with their children so if you work from home or Mm -hmm. you live and you're and you don't have you don't need to work maybe offer to take the children for a couple of hours to give the parents a reprieve um so they can get their work done if they're still required to be working so those are like small things that you can do in your own community to help out and and just offer a helping hand to those around you yeah yeah i think that's a great idea I hadn't thought about that because I know, you know, our, I mean, our, my, my brother, a couple of my brothers have their own small businesses and they're just going, I mean, what do we do? Like, mm-hmm. how in the world do we, you know, take care of these kids? And, and I think it happened so suddenly, right? right. I mean, that's the challenge is none of us had time to pre- like prepare or plan for this. Um, and so I think that's kind of the, the big challenge is it happened so quickly uh, that we're all sort of scrambling. So, and I mean, we're in Nashville. They just got hit with a tornado two weeks ago. Man, and our light was it last week? But anyway, so they just got hit with this tornado, and then all of a yeah. sudden they have this this wave of you know coronavirus that's taking out more businesses, and so many businesses and people were affected by the tornadoes. And it's like, wow, how many more hits? Yeah, um, can they take and. Like, all of Nashville has pretty much shut down. Yeah. Um, we were just on the phone with a friend of ours, and they're like, Broadway is empty. Yeah. I mean, so, and restaurants have limited only 50 people at a time. Some of them, some of them compl- have completely shut down. And so it is affecting every one of us um, in some kind of way, or we know someone that is affecting. Yeah. And so, you know, I think in this time, it's really how do we stay positive positive? 
Yeah. How do we join um, together as a community? Um, you know, as the United States to get and you know we stand together. That's that's our pledge. United under one flag, and, and let's right. just let the politics go for a second, and let's literally become our neighbors and our friends and our family, and take care of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'd be, you'd be amazed at what just a text message would do mm-hmm. and say, hey, how are you doing? I've been thinking about you. Um, or, you know, it's just, man, it's coming. It's like we get so, so busy in our day-to-day lives that we forget too often. We forget about relationships and the power of relationships. And so as, as much as this sucks, the coronavirus really sucks, and it's claimed way too many people's lives Mm -hmm. and that breaks my heart um it is a chance for the rest of us to hit reset and go okay what really matters like how can we how can we love how can we lean in to the people that we're quarantined with which most likely is our family like how can we lean into those people look in their eyes and and come back to what really matters and that's love like Mm -hmm. that's that's deep pure, unadulterated, unselfish love of how can I serve you and how can I be in this with you so that you're not as scared. Um, and so anyway, I think, you know, I mean, I don't, this doesn't have to be a really, Mm -mm. like we said, a really long episode, but hopefully, uh, we've just given you a couple of things to think about as you go about your day don't buy more. If you go to the grocery store, don't buy more than what you need. And I know we don't know what you need. I know. None of us do. But we probably... Do. Huh? They do. They Well, we don't know because oh. if this lasts for like, you know, two months... I thought you were saying we don't know what you need as a listener. Right. No. No, we... None of us really know what we need. So just buy, like, buy what you think you need and no more uh, because... Every single thing that you buy or you take. Now, if you're going to buy it and give it away, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to buy it and price gouge, shame on you. Um, But if you're going to buy it and hoard it, also, like, not right. That is not right. I think we were talking to my best friend today, just checking on them. And she said they went to buy a can of Lysol on Amazon and it was $114. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That Why someone would even do that is beyond me. That's not uh, right. That's like charging for water. I mean, not bottled water, but like free water. Yep. I, that to me is absolutely horrible, horrible, horrible um, as humans to do something like that for your own for your own needs. Yeah. But we're going to end this on a... I agree. We're going to end this on a positive note. So today I saw Deja Knight with Pearl PR. She posted in multiple different places. Um, she owns a PR firm, obviously, and she said, I will get on a 30 to 40, however long it takes, com- call with any small mm-hmm. business owner who needs help in the communications of this, like how they deal with this as a small business owner. So Deja offered free coaching, consulting to any small business owner, and hopefully she won't have this massive influx as a result of hopefully this. Hopefully she but, will. Or hopefully she <laughs> will, actually, because Deja is so awesome that she would welcome it. Um, but... It's things like that, like find out the things that you're an expert in mm-hmm. and offer those services to somebody else. And you know what? Don't charge. Like don't charge. Just offer those services. Come together. Use what you've been gifted at and what you're an expert in to help other people weather this storm. 
Uh, Deja, huge shout out to you. I'm so proud of you for doing that. That's really awesome. And like my brother Chad up in Philadelphia, uh, his bakery that he he runs. I mean, they their margins are small in a bakery. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not bringing so like every month matters to them. Every cake that they sell matters to them. And this past week they had I think ten or twelve events cancel so anywhere from you know 10 people to 80 people at a party they just called and canceled and wanted their money back so chad he can't i mean he can't afford that i mean think about that 10 cakes like and however much it was i mean that was just a a hit that he didn't expect at a cost that he had to take on but he did he because customer service matters to him so he refunded the money and then he went on his facebook personal facebook page and said i have these 10 or 12 cakes, and he listed them out and how many people they were for. And he said, because you're, you've been a friend, and this, oh, this, can, this makes me emotional because I, I just think it's so, I think it's so amazing, the power of community. Mm-hmm. And, but he's, um, sorry, I'm, I'm not sorry I'm crying because this is, it's a hard time that we're, that we're in. But he listed out those cakes and said, the first people that, say that they want these, I, I want to gift them t- to you. Mm-hmm. Um, can you finish? <laughs> <laughs> You're crying, so you know I cry with you. And it's, he had not, within 10 minutes, he had 95 comments, and people were like, and they were, they were like, I'll take this, and I'm going to take it to my mom, who, who lives in assist, assisted living, or I'm going to share it, you know, this person and that person. Um, but they're like, no, we will pay for it. And one guy was even so generous. They offered cooking classes or baking classes. And one guy went in and he's like, you know, you're doing such an amazing thing. I'm going to go and buy four. He went to a past class. So the class is already gone. But he bought four tickets to help cover the cost of these cakes. Um, and he's in the top ten wedding bakeries in the United States. So these cakes aren't necessarily inexpensive yeah, I mean not, so they're, they're taking a huge I mean and they're all made with fresh ingredients so they they were huge, taking a huge hit so everybody in the community and then Chad built a blessing box outside of his bakery and people were like you know after the cakes were gone people were like can we come and fill up your blessing box and huge huge for that community yeah um and and it it all took with one little post on Facebook to say we have this it's yours and and it literally opened up this amazing community to say, how can we help you in this time? Yeah, and it's not about marketing right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's about serving the needs of other people, but I promise you that that will pay back Chad tenfold. When he weathers this storm and makes it on the other side, people will not forget that act of kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, so good job, Chad. Kudos to you, brother. So super, super proud of you. You know, we do, I mean, I, I, it is the small businesses that, that really what this this country has been built on. Um, and the small businesses, a lot of them, I mean, some of them do turn into large businesses. So I challenge the large businesses, too, to, to you know, stand up in your own community. And, and, and I know you are. And, and But, you know, we're in the small business community because we're, we're a small business. And so yeah. these are the people that we really want to support. So, you know, I just I challenge everyone to, to get out. And you don't even have to be a small business. You can be one person and just to, to go out and even just 
reach or not even go out because we're under quarantine. So we don't want to, we want to ask you to leave your home, but to reach out to somebody and just say, Hey, do you need anything? Yeah. Um, what can, can, what can I do? Or it's just a phone call just to check on them. Yeah. Cause a friendly voice to say, I'm in this with you. Yeah. And I think the, um, I think the whole challenge is do something mm-hmm. because if you sit in your home and get paralyzed by fear, that's not helpful to anyone. I understand the fear. I mean, there's that's normal, that's legitimate, and it's valid. But the best way to get out of your own fear, really, out of your own way. is out of your own way, is by doing something for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, this podcast um, hit a, a place in you and is inspiring you to really think through. And it may not be anything that we talked about. You may have your own ideas, which is awesome. If you do have ideas, that's the kind of thing to post on, on Facebook, like ways that we're, we're increasing community, ways that we're showing up for other people. Those are the kinds of things that we need to be inundating Facebook and Instagram with, Mm -hmm. um, so that that kind of stuff spreads. That's what we want to spread. Not the, not the pandemic fear. Um, we want to spread the, the things that, uh, that really, really inspire goodness. Um, we just need more of that. We've been in such a place in our world over the last few years of hate yeah. and like racism and um, comparing and ah, such grossness uh, that this might just be a crazy gift that feels really weird and sort of back, mm-hmm. you know, backdoorish but a really uh, interesting gift for us to love each other. Well, I will say that that's one thing I'm um, proud to be an American. Because at least I know I'm free. (laughs) Well, that too. But, you know, I tell you, in in the face of any tragedy, we stand together. And then all political lines disappear. 9-11, they disappeared. Yeah. Uh, as a community, we come together. As families, we come together. And so to me, that's what's important. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, liberal, if you vote for aliens on Mars. I don't care. I do care about you as a human. Yeah. And I do care about my neighbors. And I care about my friends. And I care about my family. And to me, when I say neighbors, even if you're in California, you're still my neighbor. Because we're united under one, one flag, yeah. And this definitely. is United States, and that's what I love about being, in, you know, here. Is and I feel very safe here, um, because in these times, we do join together and we join together as one. Yeah. And what's really awesome, is that we actually have a ton of international listeners. So, shout out to those of you mm-hmm. in Japan and Mexico who listen all the time and. Um, so many other countries. I mean, I think we're we're being listened to in I don't know thirty or forty countries, which is amazing. Um, you you are experiencing this too. Yeah, that's true. And so it's not just in the United States. I mean, right now it feels like it's huge here because it's kind of made its way here. But if you're experiencing this in your country, you can make a difference. That's the thing. Like we each individually can make a difference, and so. Let's all, um, our, our challenge to you is do something today for your fellow neighbor, for your family, for your business, for your small business community, whatever it is, do something and we will all be the better for it.
Anything else? I think we, I think we covered it. Awesome. Hey, stay safe out there. Practice social distancing. It's a real thing. Um, so make sure you, you, you wash your hands a lot and you hold those and hug those who are really close to you. All right. Thanks for listening. We sure do appreciate you. We hope you make it an awesome week. Oh, 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 oh,